Well, all eyes were definitely on NVIDIA. And man, 13.51 billion beating the 11.22 billion estimate. They kicked it out the water. Q2, a Q3 revenue outlook in the 16 billion. We'll talk all about NVIDIA, how this will relate to, of course, the AI stocks. Can we see this AI bubble continue to lift? We'll talk about Boeing. We got some other topics, of course, some other earnings coming through, some cybersecurity, some retail. And of course, we have our guest today, Christian Fromhertz, going to be joining us from Tribeca Trade Group. You know, we're going to be all over it with Christian, Dennis, Joel, and myself. Oh, we're ready to kick it. It's pre-market prep on a Thursday. Smash the like. Let's get it started. Coming to you live from downtown Detroit, this is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep with your host, Joel O'Connor. This is a volatile puppy here, isn't it? And Dennis Dick. I'm bidding a penny. I'd buy that stock for a penny. With everything you need to start your trading day. All right, traders, let's take a look at what's going on right now in the action. You guys see the SPY up a little bit here. We'll look to see if this can continue to climb. Of course, the Q's up with that NVIDIA report. We'll keep an eye to see if the TLT can really make a comeback. It's been about a two-day rally. Can it do a three-day move? We'll keep an eye out on that. And if you look at USO, if you look at oil, I was seeing that come down a little bit yesterday. I'm going to keep an eye on, of course, WTI is what I like to focus on. I see it in the 78 right now, 79 on the day's range. Will it get back to 80? Will be something definitely I keep on watch. If we take a look at gold, it was getting a little bit of a spike lately. Will this get pushed right back down with the rally today? And if you take a look at silver, silver also up decently in the last kind of three or four days. Look to see if this pulls back today. Um, let's go ahead. Let's bring on the boys here. And you guys see my charts today uh, as Joel has some charting issues. He'll be with us in just a second. Looks like Joel actually hopped out and he'll be right back. He's having some uh, Generac issues, we'll say. Not, um, not Generac. He needs a Generac. He has the power issues and his current generator is not worrying, working because it's not a Generac. That Gotta that's the issue there that he doesn't have one. <laughs> Gotta get a general. Yeah, you're right. That's the issue. He doesn't have one. So he's gonna be here. His power is out. I've had some computer problems. This is a weird one. I just had to reboot my trading software because I had two of my trading softwares on my one computer don't have internet, but I have browsing on that computer. So now it looks like it's trying to come back up, trying to get my software back up here too. Um, and yes, thinking about it, I am talking my book. I'm long generac still. Uh, wow. All I have to say about the NVIDIA is pretty much wow. That was a quarter to uh, a very impressive quarter. We knew they had to blow it away. The expectations were super high and they absolutely did. All right. Let's talk a little bit about that. Of course, let's get right to the numbers. Joel will be with us, but let me get to it. Let's Started right here. NVIDIA's Q2 EPS at $2.70 beat the $2.09 estimate. Sales of $13.51 billion beat the $11.22 billion estimate. And just 
to kind of mention prior to this, NVIDIA had never made over seven billion on sales there. So coming in at 13.51, yes, definitely blew it out the park here. And then mentioning here that NVIDIA sees Q3 revenues of 16 billion plus or minus 2% versus a 12.61 billion estimate. Also, didn't hurt that they approved an additional $25 billion in share repurchases without expiration. So that could just keep going on. Um, I'm going to be bringing Joel, and he's joining in in just a second. But let's keep going. Sure. NVIDIA's performance was driven, of course, by its data center business, which includes an A100 and H100 AI chips that are needed to build and run artificial intelligence applications like ChatGPT. Now, where, you know, I start to take a look at and question this report is more for like maybe other AI players, as NVIDIA's CFO said that China's demand was in the historical range of the data center demand at 20 to 25 percent. So I'm wondering, is this just more of an NVIDIA thing that we're seeing where they're getting the lift and others aren't? Because one thing that, of course, we haven't seen too much is other major data centers tell us that they're just blowing it out of the water. Of course, NVIDIA clearly is. And I think that one thing that NVIDIA CEO and stated this on the earnings call, uh, it was stated that trillion dollars of data center is in process of transitioning into accelerated computing and generative AI. I think that's a very important mention. Let's kick it to Dennis. There's a lot to take in here. And of course, we'll get an outlook from Joel. I mean, they're, they're, the quarter was all around impressive. And, you know, we can jump into all the minutia, but we know the bots don't do that anyways. They look at the headline numbers, <laughs> yeah. beat, beat, raise, buy back, and they're buying stock. And they really haven't, it, it's come off the highs. The expected move was about $50. So it's very interesting that the stock topped out in the after hours right around that $50 mark. I think we got up to close to, Joel might actually have the highs. I can't see it there, but it was around 520. Right so around $5. Right at the expected move, it topped out. So that's actually very interesting. Um it's still when you look here it's just tough to think about like you know graph you know the valuation that's always been the issue is the valuation for me but maybe that doesn't matter maybe we're getting to this market where valuation doesn't matter as much here maybe it's going to be more about um we're actually moving down here significantly in the market right now except for nvidia um it's it's about this story i mean it's always been about the story so the question is how long the story stays hot when the eventual rug pull happens i mean it can happen anytime and um dan niles made some fantastic points on cnbc and he felt the story was going to stay hot here for another few quarters um he was talking about uh the pull forward effects where you have a lot of companies getting into ai they're coming in they're putting in the infrastructure right now and nvidia is a huge part of that so it's huge pull forward but a lot of this isn't going to work on the end products for a lot of this so he was talking about, you know, three quarters from now that NVIDIA is probably going to have a big miss. But he says you could have still two, three quarters before that point where they're still getting the pull forward and the stock's revenue is still, growth is still accelerating. So the one thing to consider is the earnings are grow growing so much here right now that the stock actually today is cheaper than it was yesterday. So I think it's only trading like 50 times earnings here now or 55. So mm. when you start extrapolating that, those earnings forward. So... 
it's difficult to be bearish this story, but at the same time, you've got to be cautious because are we in a period where is this as good as it gets or do we continue to have this revenue growth acceleration? Joel, uh, you want to hop in here? There, yeah, yeah. I just want to make it, you know, just an overall technical comment here. And uh, yeah. uh, we are off the pre-market high, obviously. So that's always going to be a, a good bogey to keep an eye on. And I know NVIDIA is its own animal in its own right, but I'm just going from my earnings like so far. We're gonna and have to cut you off, Joel. Your internet dark. is way too choppy. We're gonna we're gonna try to figure it out, Joel. So Joel is having he's no power. He's on, but we can barely hear you. Hear you? We were hearing you well earlier, but we're not hearing you now. So we'll see if you can you know, get your internet a little bit better here because um, we'll just put you in the background so we can figure out if that can get fixed. I stopped um, it. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's, okay, we're gonna put Joel on mute here just because it, it's it's we yeah, Joel, it's still a little you. bit bad. I'm, I'm gonna put you in the background right now. Um, okay, unfortunately, it, 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 it we're having some uh issues. Needs a Generac, needs a Generac. All right, but uh, of course, right? It, did this report give life to the AI bubble? Because I think that one thing that we definitely saw right off the report, and I think we were all looking for it the relationship style plays right let's run through some of those let's take a look at some of them and dennis i'll ask you right do you believe in any of these right let's go taking a look uh first one up uh let's go to the upgrade that i saw today which i think is very important and definitely got the lift which was super micro computers yeah. uh wedbush upgrading super micro computers to neutral and announcing a 250 price target how do you feel about this one i'm long it so I feel very good about it because it's yeah, up eight and I a half mean, hey. here today. <laughs> I took a starter position, half size position on it when it was pulling back. I intended to add to it if it continued to go down. I think it, its valuation is actually reasonable. I think mm -hmm. this is a bet, direct beneficiary of AI. So we had that recent pullback. I didn't think the quarter was that bad. I bought it at 262. Did take some heat. Stock went all the way down to 235, but now it's looking pretty good. Um, I think there's a story here. I think there's a story, and I think the valuation actually isn't that crazy on the stock. Is it as good as it gets? That's always the question. Some of these earnings are going to be cyclical. So, you know, nothing is perfect, but I'm long SMCI. I'm staying long it. Um, you know, am I chasing it and adding to it up 23 points a day? I don't chase stocks, so probably not. I'm more of a contrarian, but um, I mean, this is a stock that's been moving with NVIDIA for a while here now, and, you know, it's up on the report and obviously up on some positive analyst commentary all right let's keep going let's work down the relationships here i'm sorry i was just answering a question in the chat and, uh, going on here today. easy tokyo was asking me here uh how's a forward pe of 50s a bubble and i'll say it like this i don't think dennis is necessarily calling the ai move a bubble that's that's mainly my outlook and that's one thing that i've just been calling it hey to each his own, right? Um, we'll see what happens with these stocks. Let's go to another It's not crazy. Like, I mean, the earnings are growing so much that the valuation isn't as crazy as some people would believe. But again, is their pull forward pushing that E up further than it should be? You know, there's a lot of questions to be answered here. Yeah. You no, know, and that's taking it back to NVIDIA conversation, obviously. Um, I, I mean, this isn't going to, like, I don't see this thing just turning around and, you know, dying here today. And, and, and you never know. The rug pull can happen at any time. I mean, it is overbought. It's been overbought. But, you know, here we are. We're more overbought here. It's 
one one thing to consider just taking it back to Nvidia for a second is yeah, let's do it. The response to this earnings actually is not as impressive, not nearly as impressive as the last quarter. The last quarter was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be up a hundred bucks. You know, at one time it was up eighty nine points. I mean, and that was on a three hundred dollar stock. I mean, here the quarter is awesome again, but stocks only up thirty two points, and it was five hundred base. So you're only up seven percent here now, as opposed to like thirty percent that it was up last quarter. So, you know, call buyers here are barely making money because the calls, I think, you know, at the money were probably about 25 bucks. So it's 33. So you're barely making money on the call side here. So it's not like the response is amazing, but the quarter was amazing. So, you know, that is showing that, you know, this thing had a lot of high expectations because I don't know how they could have did better. The response is good. It's nice to be up 33 bucks, not down. But, you know, that quarter, if this stock hadn't run so far, could even be up more. Now, I'm not chasing NVIDIA here. Um, I'm just, I can't do it. So, and then, you know, you want to take it back to the peers. We talked super microcomputer. I mean, yeah, obviously let, let, AMD is one that I own as well. It's up yeah. 2%, but it has lagged. And what everybody's saying is that it's NVIDIA right now and everybody else. So that's why, you know, you see NVIDIA, you know, and, and the other stocks just can't seem to keep up here. The entire market can't keep up with NVIDIA. I mean, the queues are significantly off the highs. And you got NVIDIA making new all-time highs. So, I mean, it is NVIDIA, and then there's everyone else. Yeah, that's one thing to definitely point at. I wanted to bring in Joel's comment. You know, he's going to state them in the chat. I'll have him keep putting them up there. He wanted to state about that the earnings beats have been faded off of a lot of them. Um, so that was his point. Of course, you guys can take a look at certain stocks he's mentioned here. Uh, Delta, Apple, uh, Microsoft, right? And I think that one thing that I... I found was interesting, and this was stated on the report, was that cloud service providers like large consumer internet companies, of course, Google, Alphabet, and Meta were some of the three major ones that were mentioned on this report that were grabbing these next generation processors. So we could talk about how maybe that could be affecting those stocks today. Of course, Microsoft, and uh, these stocks started bouncing yesterday. You had Google with a nice little push up past through the daily highs. And that's actually looking pretty decent there. Meta also pushing pretty strong. What do you feel about these companies as they're snapping up more and more AI generation processes? I mean, one thing to consider on Google, and I was thinking about this last night. It's like Google and Microsoft can't both win here. Um, they're yeah, competing one of them. directly against each other. You know, Microsoft is attacking their core business, which is search. And here we are, and we've expanded Microsoft's multiple, you know, it's extraordinarily since the chat GPT stuff has started, although Microsoft's come off in the last month. But they can't really both win. I mean, it, it's a matter of, is Microsoft going to eat some of Google's lunch or not? And if it starts eating some of Google's lunch, then Google stock is probably going to start to, you know, leak because, the you know, obviously they're going to make less money. So I just think you can't win on both of these names. I think they're both trying to attack the same pie. But um, I still think, you know, that Google's valuation is more attractive. I'm not so sure that ChatGPT is going to eat a lot of Google's lunch. So I, I don't own either of these stocks anymore. I used to own them both. But I think just be careful, just like blindly buying them all. I think you got to make a call. You know, if you think Microsoft's going to eat some of Google's lunch, maybe the Microsoft PE of 30 isn't that expensive. But if you think Microsoft, you know, is, you know, going to fail to go and get a chunk of search, you know, we know they're attacking with Bing um, and ChatGPT, then Google's valuation is still attractive. So I, I think I'd rather own Google on the pullback still. 
That's something definitely to, to take a look at. And we'll see how these other AI stocks are affected. Let's go to some smaller ones. What do you think about like a C3 AI, right? This definitely still got the pop off the mentions there. And we saw other smaller stocks like Palantir also yeah. getting lift. What do you think about these smaller players, right? I, I think you got to be cautious here, just blindly buying the sympathy plays off of this NVIDIA report. And obviously, if you're trading any of these stocks and, you know, you could throw Unity in that mix too, which I have a position in that as well. Um, Palantir, you know, you got obviously the AI play you talked about too directly, but I mean, there's so many chips that are just ripping on this here, here report as well. I mean, we got Marvell trading up, you know, 4%. It reports tonight. I think you just got to be careful just blindly chasing the peers here though, because it is NVIDIA and everyone else. And if NVIDIA shows any sign of weakness, they will hit those peers hard. So not saying that NVIDIA is going to give this back. But, I mean, we got Super Microcomputer. It's up more than NVIDIA. And NVIDIA is the one that reported. I mean, yeah, maybe it's the commentary from Wedbush that you were saying. But, I mean, some of these peer plays are up quite a bit here today. Marvell up 4%. NVIDIA is only up 6.5. So, 6.8. So, you rarely see, usually peer plays move like a third of the move. You know, you're seeing some of these peer plays move almost as much as the move. So, just be careful just blindly chasing this AI story. I'm not sure that this quarter is going to just turn the entire market around and accelerate everyone back into the AI bubble that we were in a month ago. I'm not sure. It, it, I think the quarter was good, but the response with the stock is maybe not good enough to get that all going. So, and I mean, we have, I have a concern here too, that the market is leaking. So, I mean, you'd think Nvidia, you know, rip run on this quarter would be the driver here. Well, you got the Qs up, and they're obviously up because of NVIDIA, but the S&Ps are up not 18 handles. The IWM has turned and gone red significantly here um, because they're going to sell value probably. I mean, if they're going to buy growth, they're going to sell value, and those things are fighting each other. As much as Microsoft and Google are fighting each other for search, the value stocks and the growth stocks are fighting each one for your capital. And right now that fight is on and you're starting to see value show some weakness here today. So there's, if I'm looking at my screen, believe it or not, there are more stocks red here than green in the S&P when I'm looking here. I think the ones that are up are just up a hell of a lot more. And that's what's driving the S&P. It's all tech. But if you look, there's a pile of stocks trading in the red here today. All the consumer staples are red. All the utilities are red. The banks have went red. The oil stocks have now went red. I mean, there's a lot of stuff red here today. So just be careful on just blindly saying, yep, here we go, buy stocks here today. Because we've had a little rally the last few days. And remember, bears are in control here. We got Jackson Hole coming here, Mitch, um, yeah. commentary tomorrow. And you know the Fed is probably not going to lay off the gas pedal against inflation because they haven't given any hints that they're going to here. I kind of feel like today's rally is actually maybe not necessarily like in all stocks, but I think it's a selling opportunity. Yeah, one thing that'll definitely be on my eyes, and we'll talk a little bit more expanded on it, will be if financials for any reason run into some issues today. But just to wrap up here with NVIDIA, Joel mentioned in the chat there, and we all love to get Joel's comments here. So like he said, it's all about taking out that pre-market high. Can you take out that pre-market high today? And that will show you a sign of confidence, right? If they take it through that high, then we can start seeing NVIDIA maybe climb. And then that could also lift the relationship place, right? I think you're right. Yeah. So that will definitely be something to watch. NVIDIA is in a range here right now. And we're within that expected range. You know, obviously, you know, we got 
you know, CC, our buddy there, who, who had options AI, who um, just kills it. And I mean, 50 points is the expected range. They so can envision his charts, you know, and you're 31. You're in that range here. This isn't like the response to this earnings report, which was excellent, by the way. I'm going to say nothing bad about the earnings report. The re earnings report was fabulous. It was better than what the street had thought or the stock would not be trading up. But it was so good, this earnings report, that the response concerns me because it's not ripping as much as I thought it might. So that's telling me that it's still crowded a little bit to the long side. Not saying NVIDIA is going to turn around and go red on this report, but it's just yeah. saying blindly buying everything else off this report may not be the prudent thing to do. And uh, I know that you probably saw it yesterday, Dennis. It felt like yesterday was like a like a little bit of an everything rally going into the, the market close. Ahead and of this. Yeah, I could see every sector was up from the open. That told me enough, right? And I saw uh, industrials up. I saw financials up. I saw cyclical up. It was a lot. Energy yeah. was even up too. So it was just all around a, a rally there into this report. Now we'll see how this reacts at the open today. Now, one stock that is catching my attention today, and we're going to switch over. Let's go to Boeing as Boeing is definitely taking sure. a hit down here. As, as it seems like we just keep getting this mention and one thing's mm -hmm. for certain. Uh, there's one company here that keeps causing a lot of this. So let's talk about it. Boeing shares fell at 3% in extended trading on Wednesday after the company said that a manufacturing flaw would slow deliveries of its best-selling 737 MAX. Spirit Aerosystems says that it's aware of the quality issue involving the elongated fastener holes in the select 737 fuselage model. So it looks like uh, SPR is also taking a hit on this based off of this. And it seems like we just continuously getting hit here, at least Boeing, by SPR releases here. Yeah, SPR is just holding Boeing back. And you saw the huge gap down when we obviously had problems with the Max and their parts back on just grabbing the date august the 2nd i believe it was um when the stock gap down from 30 to 21 spr now we're gapping down here again we're going to challenge those lows does it hold they're saying this may not be that big of a deal so maybe it does hold maybe the buy the dippers come in here but i mean boeing is down five bucks here not helping it that probably they're looking to sell non-ai plays here and they're not seeing boeing as an ai play either i mean it's definitely down in the spr but it's not like this is a buy everything market. I mean, we've got, you know, the XLI, which maybe is being impacted by Boeing, but it's trading down. Obviously, the diamonds are trading down, but it's all Boeing here, too. Um, I, I, I'm I think in I, I don't know if it's a data buy it. If we get a turnaround in NVIDIA, actually, some of these other stocks could lift. Meaning if NVIDIA starts to continue to leak, maybe we see some of those value stocks come back into favor and i know i i kind of struggle to put boeing in the value category but if you were trying to classify it it's definitely not a tech stock so it's probably over there with those ones i mean i think you just got to have your buckets today and boeing spr are definitely not in the ai bucket so it's kind of not even the day for them to report this kind of stuff because people were probably already going to sell them yeah i've been looking at the industrials yesterday they had a decent day um We'll see if they start to get the lift. I think that a lot of people were taking some bets yesterday, whether it be that they were going and taking bets in value names, whether they were going and taking bets in growth names. It felt like it was a risk on type of day. People mm -hmm. were taking bets. Now we're going to find out how those bets turn out. 
I think that that's going to be something that I will be watching. Where does the rotation go today? Will we see Tech just drive and lead the day? If that happens, then yeah, I'm probably seeing NVIDIA and some of these Tech names driving higher, and I'm a little bit more concerned about the value names. So we'll see what happens today. It's Is everything. it a growth or value? Yeah. It's everything here, Mitch. NVIDIA, even if you don't intend to trade any tech stocks or anything, even if you're just trading other stocks, remember the correlations, the, the relationships here is that actually if NVIDIA starts ripping, they probably keep hitting the IWM. I mean, this is just the way this market is. It's been fighting. So, I mean, if you're trading other stocks, non-AI plays, you actually want to see NVIDIA get hit to try to help those other plays because capital, it's like the market isn't getting, it feel like the market in the last like year isn't getting any new capital. It's just the same capital rotating around to the sexy hot plays. You know, we go to the value for a bit, we go yeah. to the growth, but rarely are we seeing this market that's just like buying everything. We're just going, you know, even in the last month, look what has happened. Tech stocks have come off. Well, you know what's happened? Oil stocks have went up. So completely fighting for your capital here. You have some markets that are just like bull market, new capital coming in. Everybody wants to own stocks. This has just not been that market the entire year. Even though it feels like this has been this rip roaring bull market, it really hasn't. It's been like certain stocks that have gone and other stocks haven't even gone up at all. So I, I just think we're just not in this rip roaring bull market here. We're in a, we're in a market where capital rotates around so you've got to understand the rotation to get an edge it's, at least if you're a short-term trader you've got to understand these rotations so well, keep nvidia on your screen the value stocks are right now negatively correlated with nvidia and all the tech stocks are positively correlated with it just keep that in mind i don't think the rotation might be going to this one let's take a look amc uh one no rotation there. 10 split there reverse split here AMC Entertainment and its shares are trading lower after a 10 to 1 reverse stock split. Will this ever come back? I'll tell you one thing. I don't know, man. I, I don't want anything to do with this at all. We're not Long, supposed to short. Because the apes hate it when we say anything negative about it. Oh, I saw the laser eyes out there, man. The laser eyes were out there. Right the laser now, so eyes are hurting, man. We're going to say <laughs> they're this story which obviously was, you know, very hot a couple of years ago, yeah. has not only went ice cold, it almost feels like it's over. I mean, the all-time high on AMC now after the 2022 is like $350, and it's 17 bucks. So, I mean, I don't even know what to say on this. Like, you ready for this? Actually, I don't even know if that's adjusted. That's probably you ready for the that. adjusted? Yeah, what's the adjusted? 726 20 yeah, near seventeen bucks. So, so it's Going a reverse back to seven hundred, man. It's a reverse split. I mean, it was a fun movement. Yeah, we're gonna give it to you know the market makers, and make them all lose money. In the end, though, the retail loses again, which is somewhat disappointing. But at the oh, same time, crap. this market here, it's just you know like you can stay, and bubbles can happen in the short term, but in the long run, valuation always matters in the long run and that's the that bottom true. line is you've got a movie theater company and other movie theater companies aren't worth nearly as much as this so that's just the bottom line and that's the bottom line because stone cold says so <laughs>
All right, let's keep going. Let's get to the next topic here. 828, I do want to mention that we will be getting some economic data to come in at 830. We got initial jobless claims coming in and continuous jobless claims. Um, We'll also get uh, core durable good orders. All at 830. Um, it's, I don't think it's going to be very, it's going to move. Moving. I got to go wide. I don't think, get my I don't think so. I don't think so. Dennis. Algos. I don't think it's going to leak here on, on jobs numbers. It would have to be okay. a, a, a very surprising job number. Let's just say that. Um, so we'll see what happens. I'll give you guys the estimate. I think Joel would tell me to go wide. <laughs> yeah, he He's would tell you, but I don't think in, on this move, it's going to move Joel, too Joel much. 240,000, uh, is the consensus. Uh, for jobless claims prior was 239,000. So it's expected to go up a thousand. That's why I'm not calling out to, that this will be a crazy move because it's, everything, at least the, the initial jobless claims, have been pretty much in line. Right. And so we'll see what happens when these numbers come out. That comes out at 8 30. Um, that should be up any second here. And then yeah, I'll give I'm you guys that scared. number. Uh, a little so, scared. Now. So- so okay, so let's get the numbers. Um, obviously, we're gonna get Jackson Hole commentary. So Jackson Hole yeah. starts today, commentary tomorrow. Just for clarity here, Mitch, is that correct? Yes, that is correct. So Friday morning is when we're actually going to get comments from Jerome Powell. Of course, uh, that's gonna be something definitely to watch, and that'll be tomorrow. That'll be the focus throughout the morning, right? And so I think that today is the day that we'll see what happens with NVIDIA. And then tomorrow, the focus will maybe just shift really quickly to more the Fed. All right, here we'll we see go. what happens here. The numbers are starting to come S&P's in. S&P's leaking just a schmidgen. I don't know if I've ever a used smidgen. that word on the show. Just a schmidgen. CNBC <laughs> is in commercial right now, so they're not even covering it at all. That's how you know they don't think it's going to be a big number. <laughs> a uh, here's the core. Breaking news, let me see. 20 seconds Here left. it comes. Uh, initial jobless claims 230,000 versus 232.63 thousand. Uh, prior was 239,000. So you got, what, a little low. Uh, actually, it comes in a little low here. Durable goods for July at a negative 5.2 versus a negative 4.0. Estimate was 4.7. Uh, so that's the prior, the prior reading was 4.7 estimate was negative 4.0. So that came in a little bit hot to the negative 5.2% there. Um, and I think this is just kind of in line. You could see the yeah. reaction guys, S&P's no pop zero anyway. Reaction. Zero yeah, no pop reaction anyway. to this. No, zero. Reaction. All right, let's, let's move on from it. Let's just go straight to the snow report. Um, this is an interesting stock of course, cybersecurity stock. Um, so we'll see what happens to this one. It did get a nice little pop yesterday. We'll see if this can continue to run with their numbers. Snowflake's numbers, Q2 adjusted EPS at 22 cents beats the 10 cent estimate. Sales of 674.02 million beat the 662.24 million estimate. They do see Q3 product revenue at 670 million to 675 million and also see Full year 24 product revenue to 2.6 billion. And you also had NVIDIA ripping on. That didn't hurt it either here. The one yeah, thing it didn't is hurt making it. a bet from the highs. Again, valuation here is nuts, just flat out nuts, like more nuts than NVIDIA. I don't it, it, you're you're coming into like let's think about the 50% retracement of the move. 193 all the way down to 142. That's a 50 point fall off. So you 25 points up from that. You got major resistance 165 to 170. And 170 is like the number. So I don't know where it topped out last night, but that's where I would be 
probably selling the stock was 170. It was the after hours high. Oh my gosh, it's close to it, isn't it? Yeah, it's really close to it. You're you're really close, man. It's one sixty eight ninety six. There you go. One sixty eight ninety six. Fifty percent for me runs right into about one sixty eight thirties. So you went like slightly just above it, <laughs> just slightly, and so not even a full point above it. So it just shows you that fifty percent retracement sometimes really acts as resistance, right? I know Joe's in the background, like yeah, that fifty percent retracement, baby. It works a lot, guys. I like the 50 and the 61.8, but I, I can tell you that I've learned a lot from uh, Joel and, and Dennis about that 50%. It, it's the, the four main things. Like I always say, I do my technical analysis. I can teach it to you in 10 seconds. Support, resistance, trends, 50% retracement. That is how I do all my technical analysis. It's nothing more. I probably did that in under five seconds. That's my technical analysis book. I know there's a lot of derivative, you know, derivative strategies off of all that stuff. But the main thing, if you look at the core of all technical analysis strategies, it's built on trend. It's built on trend. So support, resistance, trend, up or down, and 50% retracement, meaning you know you're checking back, you're checking back, you're checking back. I mean, there's other stuff that's decent too, but for the most part, using those four main technical analysis tools, I think that's the main ones you want to use. All right, let's Joel, get one... his generator is kicking on, but we still haven't seen him here yet. So he's yeah, hiding. I mean, he's he's in the background he's a little bit. Let, let's hear how he sounds a little bit. Joel, well, how you doing Christian there? We got Christian coming in the background too. Let's hear if Joel can talk. Joel, you there, my friend? Can you hear us? Apparently not. Uh, he's battling. He's battling. Abort mission. Abort get mission. I think he's ready. I think he's ready. I'm there still on. I'm still on backup. I'm still What's on backup. Bad, backup. Actually, you sound good now, though. You're clear really? now. Yeah, you are. You're clear Okay, now. put me back on then. Get on go. here. Because he's Got been Joel silent back. for 34 minutes here. Give him one minute to just talk. Go. <laughs> what are the S's? I'm, I'm on my phone. I'm looking over the quotes. Where are the S's? I, I can't only have one stock up at a time. Where are the we're S's? leaking, Joel. We're up 18, but we're leaking. We're it's leaking. Leak. <laughs> yeah, three highs already made in the pre-market around, uh, at least for the SPY, I have 445.79. And you go up to like 446.24. You just made another kind okay. of topping action around 446. Just got to stay green. Just, I mean, I know we're up 17 and a half handles. That's my last quote. I, You know, who knows what the after hours high was, right? Because of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like the day high means nothing because of what NVIDIA did. So I just think it's super important, you know, to stay green today, to protect the close, and then maybe a couple of days of consolidation. So that... uh that's what I'm looking at on my phone here. But uh, do we got Christian? Yes, we do. we do. Let's go ahead. We'll go ahead and get out of the spy. Let's bring on our guest today, Christian Fromhurst. All right, Christian Fromhurst, Tribeca Trade Group, ready to get right into the action. Christian, how's it going? Good morning, boys. How's it going? Ready to get after it. And, uh, of course, uh, you are uh, one of the people that I have to say has been on top of SMCI. So we'll definitely ask you about that. But let's kick it off first with NVIDIA, of course. What is your reaction to this uh, just amazing beat here? 
Yeah, and I think that you guys did a great job at um, just going over the numbers. And, um, you know, it's really impressive. You know, remember kind of going into this week, I think, um, you know, investors, traders were, you know, kind of focused on two things. And one of them is was this report. And it was a little bit of a buy the rumor going into the report. It was a chase with all the brokers, um, one upping themselves with the with the price target raises. But um, but they delivered, and I think um, it's nice to have this story that is still intact for AI. Um, I even you know began to kind of really think about it last week and say, geez, you know. Um, now that we've had a quarter of this and, you know, so many names have participated in the rally. Um, now, again, it's when the earnings come out, it's it's the proof that, you know, that the story is still intact and so forth. So I think this is great. You know, it's nice to have uh, this growth theme that's still in place. Um, it isn't a play that that you have to, like, go out and start chasing things right now, because uh, as you guys have already said, I don't think this this is a year, especially with looking at what interest rates are doing and what the dollar is doing. It's it's a it's a um, market where you know you want to keep your your feet on the ground. Like you don't have to go out and start chasing all the AI plays right now. You can be comfortable and kind of just wait for these things to pull back. We're still in August. Um, September is also not a, you know, a, a super seasonal month. So um, you're going to get chances again. So if you kind of feel like you missed the boat a little bit on some things this morning, be patient because I think that you're going to get chances again. Just like I think the, the last time that I came on your broadcast was kind of like the, the high of um, July. And I think we were saying that you're, you know, you're going to get it. You're going to get chances this mm -hmm. year. So, um, so it's great that they delivered and, and amazing results. Um, but, and this story will be intact, but I think you're going to get chances to kind of pick your spots in some more of these names. We're just not in the first part of 2023 anymore. The back half I've been saying is not going to be as easy. And even this NVIDIA quarter is kind of proof in the pudding here because let's this, this quarter was just as good as the last one. This quarter blew it away. And last report, 28% NVIDIA goes up. Now it's up 6%. So, I mean, it's just not as easy sledding because so many higher expectations baked into stocks. And this right. is why in this earnings season, which has actually been pretty good, but the stocks have kind of went down because just investor expectations were simply unreasonable. So, yes. I mean, we come out of earnings season here now, Christian, and we're heading into, you know, September shortly, which historically, you know, October gets dicey. September is sometimes okay. What are your thoughts here, one, with seasonality, and two, as earnings season ends, what do you look forward to as the next catalyst to really drive this market? That's, uh, that's a great question. I, I mean, you know, in terms of catalysts, um, I, I don't think that we we have a, a ton of them um, because I don't think, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think on Friday, uh, you know, I don't think we're going to get anything new, um, you know, in terms of what Powell is going to say. I think it's going to be more of the same. So I think you really just have to be patient because I, I don't see a ton of, of catalysts on the horizon in terms of things to get excited about. You know, there's definitely um, areas that could be catalysts, but they're not right now. You know, one of the things, of course, uh, I keep coming back to interest rates, right? If, um, you know, the 10-year the and the 30-year has gotten a lot of attention, even though the two-year is still much higher than those, um, you know, the, than those maturities and government bonds. But if rates begin to kind of uh, chill out a little bit and bonds begin to rally, that could be a catalyst that could get the, the growth stocks and, and more of a rotation uh, back into those groups. But 
um, you know, I think for now, I like the pullback that we've had in the market. You know, just about everything has pulled back. There, there, there wasn't, um, you know, really standout areas or sectors that really held in there a lot. You know, energy was one, but, um, but there really isn't a lot outside of that. So I think you're getting a chance now that, you know, so many names and areas have pulled back. You could be selective and you can get into some of these, you know, best of breed plays in different sectors um, to kind of get back involved um, after this little market dip that we've had. Right. Uh, now that we've gotten through the NVIDIA earnings, we've gotten through uh, the bulk of retail uh, earnings season. Um, I think right now it's just the uh, inflation numbers. And I think they come out September 12th and 13th or 13th and 14th. If you're listening to the bond or the bonds have had a little bit of a rally, but I think right now, I mean, we've, we've kind of navigate, got through the earnings seasons, got to NVIDIA. Uh, the thing that worries me about the inflation numbers is I look at some of the commodity prices. I look at where crude has been over the last month and a half. It's starting to come in a little bit, some of the other commodity prices. So I think the thing that, uh, you know, could upset the apple cart, you know, with this rebound off the low is the uh, hot inflation numbers. So, I know the Fed is, and I've been saying this for a while, you know, stable for longer, you know, not right. higher, longer or lower. So I think that next narrative to move the market is going to be the inflation numbers. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Joel. I, I think that they're, that they're just going to try to level out the interest rates for a while, give it more time for the inflation rates to, you know, maybe we get one month where it's just like last month. I think the CPI was up like a point, uh, a tenth of a point higher than um, expected. So I think you're going to get those months where it's going to be one month could be a little bit higher. One month could be a little bit lower. And I don't think that they're really going to want to stick their neck out after the whole transitory thing. I think they're going to want to go slow and really kind of wait for the evidence. And again, they're usually going to be late. Whatever they decide to kind of change from their tone, they're going to, they're probably going to be late because that's what they do historically. Right. <laughs> All right, I'm going to jump in here. And of course, let's bring us to a little bit of a different area. I know that you stay up with a lot of different sectors and industry. Um, one move that just caught my attention yesterday was a little bit of a move in leisure. I saw the cruise lines moving a little bit here. Yeah. And I know it probably caught your attention too, Christian. I saw a little post out there. And of course, if you guys want to keep up with Christian Fromhertz, definitely give him a follow. And I also want to throw up his sub stack today if you guys want to keep up with everything that he puts out there. So I'm throwing that up right now. What are you seeing out in leisure, Christian? Yeah, thanks. I appreciate that, Mitch. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's the market always gives us clues. And if you pay attention um, to what the market is is telling you and where there's some signals, you know, one of the things that uh, I don't think you guys talked about this morning or, you know, maybe um, I'm not sure if you guys have highlighted the last couple of days, but, you know, there's another COVID variant out there. No one knows until until there's a little bit of time that goes through whether or not it's just it's going to be, you know, a lesser thing to worry about. But it seems like for a couple of days and like Moderna rallied for a couple of days, um, but it's a, it's a rally and a downtrend. And I and I thought what was interesting yesterday is there was some call activity and nice momentum in the cruise lines. So, I, you know, it got me thinking like, hey, if they're buying calls in 
the cruise lines, which um, I haven't been on a cruise lately. I, Mitch, I think you were on one, so I'm interested to see if you're still bullish on that group. But I, the one thing that I'm, I'm pretty sure about is that if if um, COVID is running rampant, like that's probably an area that you don't want to be, um, you know, partaking in. But <laughs> but everybody's different. But I thought it was a good sign to see, you know, and that's another group that's dipped a little bit. So you know, if you're a big fan of the cruise lines, you know, and if you think that this is a good group. Um, you know, now you've got a dip in this group and like I'm watching Royal Caribbean 103.58, um, I think is a good level to, um, to watch in the short term. So, um, yeah, I mean, this is interesting and it, and it makes me kind of look a little bit more towards the airlines too, even though I didn't see any call activity there, but it just kind of makes me, um, you know, sometimes the flow on the tape gets me to, to, um, look around in different areas, but what's your view? Do you, are you bullish after, after, um, going on a cruise? Well, uh, I can tell you at least I have some American Airlines, and I think Dennis does too. So I've been looking a little bit at good. the airlines. <laughs> um, so I, I kind of like the, as long as it holds the fourteen here. I, I'm just trying to ride that trend back up um, with the airlines, but cruise lines also. I, I think that you're right in mentioning that COVID variant, but I don't think anyone's really paying attention to that. So if I had to maybe look at these, I would. Maybe start calling the turn here. I mean, NCLH has pulled back a pretty significant amount after their earnings, right? It came back down to 16. And I remember selling that through 17. So doesn't look too bad on this pullback. I'm going to be looking at these leisure plays to see how they move today. And who knows? Maybe it's not leisure. Maybe it, maybe a play like Moderna. It makes sense. That's why Moderna's probably been going up also. I know that you've probably been catching some moves in biotech. Or anything in this area? What do you see in healthcare? Maybe that's been moving. I love yeah, moving to sectors and, with you. And I was just going to mention uh, one more leisure type. I don't know if it's leisure, but I, I'm I like Uber right here. Um, Uber. Uber's had a nice little pullback, and that's a, kind of another name in that area. But um, I, I like that it kind of it really held up pretty well when the market was dipping. Um, Forty three sixty is a nice level to trade against, and I'm bullish. Uh, I'm bullish Uber. I, I own it in my longer term account, and I think that this is a great uh, a great dip to buy. Um, and to answer your question, healthcare, I really started to kind of dig into healthcare. Um, it just doesn't have the mo I'm I do like momentum in this in the things that I'm trading. And I don't like these little starts and stops right now that you're seeing in the XLV ETF. I think obviously the momentum in the space is Lily, which has just been an absolute monster. Yeah. Um, so but but I at this point I'm looking for a pullback in Lily. It's been it's been kind of a, a runaway. Uh, train. Um, one area that still has kind of been puzzling to me is the, uh, you know, so again, like looking for some opportunities and dips is the medical device space. Um, ISRG, which I think is just a great company to, to own longer term, you got a nice dip into the 200 day moving average. And I think like this is something this, you know, again, for something that you may not want to watch every single day, but maybe take a shot at this for the long term. I love this play right now into the 200 day moving average. I like that gap down. Uh, I just wanted too. to go back and talk about. Go ahead, Joel. I just wanted to quickly go back to the leisure stocks. Um, mm -hmm. And Mitch, if you could throw these charts up real quickly, um, throw up, so. throw up the Delta, throw up the Delta, then throw up the CCL. And then throw up the Uber. Very similar chart. Well, 
Yeah, very similar chart. So they all had good earnings reports. They were sold off, had a little bit of a negative market. You've come down. Uh, Uber and uh, CCL have a few more lows in the same area. So you have, you know, if you're going to take a poke at these areas, you have an identifiable out. So and those were were sold off off good earnings reports. So I just wanted to go back to the uh, travel and leisure real quick for potential setups. Yeah, and, th and that's a great point, too. I mean, I, I think that's one thing that, you know, hopefully most traders have learned. And I know that you guys hammer this point um, just about daily is just, you know, watching your risk in every trade. It's, it's all about, you know, of course, we all want to make money doing this, but you have to watch your risk and, you know, know where your out is before you get into the trade. So I like that the fact that, yeah, you, you have nice support. And yeah, I'm with you. I, I think um, right around this... Um, for CCL right around 1555, I see a significant support level right there too. So I like that. And um, I like how the Uber chart that you guys just went over too, it's a little bit tighter than the, than the other um, charts. And I like that, you know, when the market pulls back, I like to see some areas that, um, or some names within a group, you know, I kind of hunt those names out that just haven't had that big of a pullback. So I, I like that. And, um, you know, out of those names, I, I think I like Uber the best. Out of it's it. got that little curl going. I don't mind that chart here either. My overall concern here though, is what you just said, you know, you've got to analyze your risk. And I think if you're coming in as a swing trader on the long side here, I think there's a hell of a lot of risk in everything. Um, I just, I, I'm concerned, you know, and just talking to you, Christian, it gives me more clarity here, but you know, like the catalyst talk, I'm like, the market always wants something to look forward to. And what's driven us up here for the last week is this excitement about the NVIDIA report coming. True. I'm just yeah. concerned that we get this NVIDIA hangover here where maybe NVIDIA doesn't sell off, but it's like, ah, oh, we're just not really that excited here now. There's nothing really much to look forward to. Talk, Fed talk isn't going to be great tomorrow here. And, you know, we just rallied back on the cues, even bringing it back to the index here. Um, you know, I was just talking about the 50% retracement. I went 387 down to 354 at the low. Now we're back up at 372. That's damn close to a 50% retracement of the recent sell-off here. I feel like I'm selling stocks here. I don't know why. I'm like, I'm looking here and Christian maybe uh, you know, got, you know, got some ideas. You know, the Uber chart I didn't mind, but I think I'm reaching to find longs here. And if I'm reaching to find longs, Maybe I should just be looking for shorts. I think that we're in this environment right now where, and you know, I'm 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 really giving you a pat on the back here, so um, I have to be worried about all the all the compliments. But I, but you you say all the time, sell the rip. I think we're back in that environment, and yeah. yeah, we've we've had a nice rally this week. I think you have to put some of this money and put it in your pocket and be patient so. um, again, because I don't think that you know again. Listen, I don't have a crystal ball, but I don't think we're going to go right back to where we were on the highs of July's. I think this is going to play either. out a little bit where it's going to be some backing and filling. And, you know, I think if we kind of come in a little bit, uh, then you could kind of get a little bit more aggressive again. But I don't think that you want to chase the, the three day move that we've had. It just mm -hmm. if you look at what interest rates are telling you right now, I mean, they're sliding again. And that just tells you that there's that there's a bit more headwinds in this market right now. So for now, I, I think one of the major adjustments to be doing until things until the, we have a, a, a nice new catalyst 
whether it's a Fed or, or something else, is to be, you know, selling a little bit more into, into the strength and, and um, you know, going and, and trying to pick spots a little bit more strategically to be adding longs. Yeah, I'll definitely be keeping an eye out on that level, good levels that you guys are calling out, and we'll see if we can get back above. For me, the 61.8 retracement would be above the 375. Yeah, if we can get above that, then maybe we're showing that real strength in the market. We come right back below that 50% retracement, 371.39. I have exact here. We'll see what happens there on that level today. Thank you for joining us. Like always, you guys can catch everything Christian Fromhertz does, of course, on his Twitter, or why not just join the free Substack? I'm throwing that up again one more time so you guys can go ahead and just click that. Throw in your email. Get some information from Christian Fromhertz and Tribeca Trade Group. Always good to have you, Christian. We'll have you back on. Thanks, guys. Keep crushing it. Always. Thanks, Christian. All right, let's get back to the market. Uh, it seems like we are just kind of hanging in there, right? Um, I think that a lot of people expected maybe to come into the markets today and see just tech roaring. I don't think that's what we're seeing. It is, and it is, but Apple's down. Netflix is down. I mean, Intel since 8 a.m., and even NVIDIA has been leaking a little bit. That's a just It's just not eight. this like... It, I don't love the response here. I'll be honest with you. I don't even love the response in NVIDIA. I don't feel like it's like, you know, oh, we have to own this at any price. I don't feel like it's there. I feel like the tell, and I may be wrong. Obviously, none of us have a crystal ball, but I feel like the tell here is telling me that there's sellers coming in this market right now. I don't know if they lay off. Maybe they're just coming in the pre-market, but if they continue, and think about how many people were underwater here in August. You know, we just got half the losses back in the queues, Joel um you know basically in four trading sessions so you know microsoft too i mean look at microsoft it's a pretty good rep 333 from 311 just rallied 22 points in four days right seven percent you know is that 311 maybe i'm wrong no it's five percent in like four days i think this is a rip to sell i'm sorry i i don't want i'd love just to say let's get on this bandwagon and start buying stocks We're going back to you know the new all-time eyes here again i don't see it i don't see it Joel, you want to hop Sorry. in here? Oh, no, you're coming in and out. Yeah, that's what it is. I'm yeah, going to put you in the background right quick to see if it kind of catches Mitch, up Mitch, what you. do you think? I mean, you do the swing trading show, and you're a yeah, yeah. Here, and so, I mean, I'm just, like, I'm trying to, like, I'm, I'm on the fence here. I, You know, part of me says, man, that was a great NVIDIA quarter. Maybe this is an AI story is real. Maybe this is going to be the propel. But then a part of me just says, like, we just got crushed in you know for a month straight on stocks and now we just rally it all back on the queues especially in four days i mean some stocks didn't participate but some stocks definitely participated here i i, I just can't see myself buying them here i mean apple too you know like an apple's yeah. down here today that's a talent itself but 198 we went down we just rallied 10 bucks on apple in four days well, you're getting close to that 50% retracement. It's like I just said the technical now. Support, resistance, trends, 50% retracement. The short-term trend is down. The 50% retracement on some of these stocks has just occurred. It's like ducks are lining up to tell me to take some money off the table. Normally, you know, I'm all for swing trading over day trading, right? And I can tell you right now, I think that Dennis is saying it, at least from my outlook, also right. In this case, I'm seeing more range-bound moves then continued trends like we were seeing just a couple of months ago when you know stocks were just riding their 90 MAs higher. 
I'm seeing more chop play ahead also, where we could come back down in the queues and kind of play a little bit of a chop game here, right? And I think that that's what I'm going to be looking for is more renting stocks than actually owning them right now, because it just seems to me like we're not in this same market anymore. The current environment has changed, even though we still are looking at AI as a potential driver in tech. It's not the same kind of elated market and exuberant market that we were in just a month ago, right? It's changed. Now we need to be looking to see where the rotation goes. Do we see some profit taking in tech and rotating to value will be some of the things that I will be looking for. Um, Joel's going to come in here in just a second and give us some levels. I'm sure we'll, we'll be able to get something from him now. Hey, Joel, how are we doing? Is there any other doing? stocks here? I mean, we got Jackson Holdemore. Is there any other stocks? Chat, too. We got three minutes here. You know, to, Yeah, to we can talk about retail, well. at least. Uh, I don't know if you We didn't are cover feeling, any of those. I, I don't know if you're feeling good about retail. We can talk a little I'm bit not. about Dollar Tree. Um, Dollar Tree came in here, <laughs> and you guys can see that disaster. Uh, of a report here, even though the report wasn't that bad. EPS at 91 cents beats the 87 cents. Sales beat also. Same stores increased 6.9%. So it didn't seem like this was a bad area right now. Oh. Uh, their estimates and the revenue outlooks all look good here, yet it's still taking a hit. The retailers, Recently, the retailers are absolutely out of favor right now. This Dollar Tree report was fine. But they just don't want to own retail at all. They're into AI. They don't want to own any retail. I mean, we saw how massacred Dix was. I mean, was it overdone? Probably. But, you know, stuff just continues to get overdone. Macy's continues to leak. I didn't think the Macy's report was that bad, but it continues to go down here. Um, Kohl's had an excellent report. Tried to rally, rallied a little bit, but it was nearly a muted response. You know, Abercrombie and Fitch in its own world. So maybe it's the short interest, what Kramer was saying. I don't know. I don't follow stock closely enough, but that's in its own world. But overall, retail's in a world of hurt here. So, and I mean, DLTR down 7% on this report. It's telling me they don't, own, they don't own retail stock. There's some great support on DLTR around 130. If you're just trading that one, I do think it's a bounce area for it. So I don't know how low it got here in the pre-market. But DLTR does have a nice support area around 130. The only one I saw, like, uh, I think it was Guess that was making a, a little bit of a, a lift here. Um, so if you wanted to... Talk about one that actually had a decent report here. Guess came in with an EPS of 72 cents, beat the 40 cent estimate, 664.51 million, beat the 664 estimate. And um, the interesting part on this one was their sales and their EPS outlook. Uh, their EPS outlook for Q3 EPS is 55 cents to 64 cents versus a 71 cent estimate, but yet it gets the pop. That's where it's been confusing a little bit in some of these apparel stores. Yeah. And again, it's, you know, expectations going into a certain extent. But Abercrombie was up at the highs and it ripped and it. And it so, held it. It held it. And it was a really good report. I mean, I, I don't know. The retailers are hard to guess, you know, from, from each one. But overall, I mean, you can just bring up the XRT and you can see it's been leaking. You yeah. know, obviously there's other stuff in there as well. Nike, you know, is sitting down here near, you know, the 52-week low. If not, it is a 52-week low close, not quite to the October lows. But retail is just not doing great. And that tells me something about the consumer here too. I mean, I just can't. And the S&Ps are leaking. I mean, if you would have told me NVIDIA would report that quarter and the S&Ps be only up 16 points and the IWM be down, and maybe the IWM is predictable because it was growth to value thing, but Apple would be down, Netflix would be down. 
Microsoft is up. It's it's their AI stock, but I mean, that's just not a fantastic response to a really awesome quarter. All right, Uh, just real quick, was asked about Rocket. How am I coming Mm -hmm. in here? Am I coming in fuzzy? You're you're fine, Joel. We'll let you know if it changes. You're good right now. I'm just gonna make uh, two quick comments. That's still a stock. I'm gonna. What rocket mortgage? Yeah, I'm just joking. He's barely hearing uh, us. So it's got a kink, you know, had a nice move. It's got three, four lows in the same area. So it needs to hold the 1050. I'm just looking at it. And I think you're going to leak down on really close on change today. It's a little bit of a funky mark because what happened. Uh, but so we're so far off the pre market high. If, uh, bu- if buyers don't come in here right off the open, see us making a quick move down to uh, to unchanged. All right. Well, we got a little bit of Joel L.I. AI today. Um, yeah, that's Joel AI. <laughs> that's Joel it's coming AI in and out. Today. Welcome to your future, man, when the bots are running these shows. That's what you're going to hear. Those are yeah, the voices I, we're I would hear. rather have when AI, when we're all gone and Joel, terminated. But- <laughs> we're all going to be terminated, like Terminator style, and the AI bots will be running the show. That's what you're going to hear. So that's a little preview. The AI the trading bots coming through, AI man. is going Look. to be great for the world. It's going to be great for the bots. That's the anyways. smile you'll see right there. My yeah. guy, Joel Alcon. And we'll let him hop out of here, guys. I'm sure he'll be getting up his internet and getting that fixed. Uh, we're going to wrap up pre-market prep today, guys. Like always, we'll be with you guys to get ready for the markets. We're going to keep pushing. Like always, be safe out there today. We will see what happens. Do we get a continued tech rally off of the NVIDIA report? It's time to find out. What are your last little wrap-up words, Dennis? And then I'm we'll concerned, go very concerned that I'm selling stocks. I'm maybe even out of my long-term portfolio and raising up more cash. I don't like the response to this NVIDIA. I know it's up 30 bucks. People are like, what are you talking about? There's nothing bad to talk about here. Um, I think it's like, I don't, I, again, NVIDIA is its own thing and maybe that holds on, maybe it doesn't, but I don't like that. I'm looking at just red across my screen here, even though we're up 18 points. I see like, there's so many stocks red. It's like, I, if I could show you my screen right now, looking at, you know, basically the S and P components, it's like two thirds of them are red. I'm not, and you know, it's a weird day up 18, but so much because tech's up so much that everything else is down. So maybe this is expected. It's just the rotation here, but even Apple being down, you know, if you were to send a video, it's going to rip it up, you know, and tear it up and Apple's going to be down. I think that would catch people by surprise. So I don't like the response at all here. I think it's a tell. I think I'm ringing the register on stocks here today. Yeah. One thing I'll be watching, will it be yesterday? It felt like it was an everything kind of lift. Will it be an everything kind of takedown today? Maybe it could just be NVIDIA going against the market too. So Don't get me wrong. I'm not probably thinking right now I need to go shorting NVIDIA. No, that's not what I'll be looking at for sure. I will be looking to see how other areas react to this. We'll see what happens. Like always, you guys can keep up with all the action right here, of course, on Benzinga. Dennis Dick, go keep up with Triple D Trader. Give him a follow if you're not already doing it. I like that shirt right there. We need another one of those. From like 19, like... Right? What? When's our no, next trading going. summit? Dennis? I know. We used to do these. COVID killed it all. COVID ruined everything. We need. We need a trading summit. I. I, I get a lot of questions that about going, that on man. live trading. I got yeah, you, Dennis. Get that going. We'll but now we got going, another man. variant. Christian's telling me about. So that ain't I ain't fun. worried about it. We'll get together, guys. We'll do another trading summit. What do you guys think about that? How about? I'll tell Let's you what. 
Uh, if you guys want to make that happen, go ahead right now. I want you guys to make this happen. All that over a thousand of you guys, I want you guys to email Jason at Benzinga.com. And I want you guys to tell him we need a trading summit led by Dennis Dick, Joel Alconin, and Money Mitch. If you guys all do that, trust me, I'm going to get a message later today that tells me, bro, what happened to all these emails? And I'm going to be like, hey, the people are speaking. So if you want that, guys, you guys speak out there. Give us the feedback. Now to bring you guys over to live trading. That's coming up next. I know you guys out there would be all about a trading summit. Learn more from Joel O'Connor and Dennis Dick in person. Oh, smash the like out there, guys. We'll get you guys over. And yeah, in the D, of course, in Detroit. That's where it should be. All right, guys, smash the like. We'll get you over now to live trading and all access. That's coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Pre-market prep will always be with you to get you ready for the market. Let's keep going, team.